The Harbingers are one of 16 of the guilds when it comes to Wraith the Oblivion. Harbingers use the power of Argos to travel safely throughout the Shadowlands. I'm going to tell you about this guild and what Argos is. Let's get into it. Hello everyone, welcome to the table, my name's Nathaniel. This is a channel where we discuss lore around some of your favorite role-playing games and mine. If that's something you're interested in, I would love to have you join me at the table. I also have a Discord server and a Patreon. Please consider checking those out, links are in the description below. Now of all the guilds that are in Wraith the Oblivion, the Harbingers appear to be the least organized. They have their guild halls, their meeting points, their various groups that they go to, but members of this guild tend to focus on their jobs more so than anything else. They aren't as interested uh, in other political motives or other political gains. And because of this lack of desire to be uh, in the political sphere and play these political games, Stygia has definitely benefited from the Harbingers. You see, the only way to travel in the Shadowlands is either with the use of a ferryman, and if you don't have one of those, you need a Harbinger. They are the second safest way to travel through the Tempest outside of using a ferryman. The Harbingers do this through the use of an Arkanoi called Argos. There are 13 Arkanoi when it comes to Wraith the Oblivion. These are essentially spiritual abilities or abilities for the dead. Argos specifically allows the Harbingers to travel through the Tempest unharmed. Don't worry, I'll get to the Tempest in a bit. Harbingers can use their Argos ability to travel through the Tempest, and they can bring others with them. They would call them passengers. I don't know why I did that in finger quotes, but that's, that's, that's how it's written, so that's what I did. Now, the more passengers that a Harbinger takes, the harder the ability is to actually use. Everyone must be in physical contact with the Harbinger, and they must all be willing to travel. If someone is unwilling to travel and is still participating with the group, this makes the use of the Argos ability very dangerous for everyone, because when it doesn't work, you will be randomly spit out into the Tempest, and you, know, you, you won't know where you are. It doesn't sound terrifying, but like I said, when I tell you what the Tempest actually is, this will make a little bit more sense and make it much more terrifying. Now, if a Wraith uses a single Arkanoi too much, they will take on the characteristics related to that Arkanoi. In the case of the Harbingers, someone who has used their Argos ability quite a lot will develop jet black eyes and their clothes will appear to blow in the breeze when there is no breeze. Now these type of effects, they cannot be hidden. They cannot be changed cosmetically. So however your ability changes you or affects you, that's, that's your life now. That's, well, that's your afterlife now. Originally, the Harbingers started out as explorers and messengers, which they still do these things now, uh, but that's just how they ended up getting their start. Nowadays in Stygia, they also take on the role of traders as well as paid guides, because if you know your way around the Tempest, that's worth some significant money. Now this guild is particularly helpful to basically everybody in the Shadowlands. This is something that they actually take some pride in, so their usefulness, their helpfulness, and somewhat of a carefree nature 
it's prevented them, like I said, from getting involved in the game of the politics in Stygia. This has also prevented the hierarchy from getting a good grasp of influence over this particular guild. The Harbingers were too busy mapping and exploring and discovering ways that they could travel throughout the Tempest and throughout the Shadowlands that they didn't get involved with the politics. That's kind of how that happened. That isn't to say that some members got involved with the politics and the, and the political games, but it was more so out of their own beliefs than it was out of a guild-mandated belief. In the Shadowlands, the Harbingers are a very well-respected guild, and there's actually a little bit of some superstition that surrounds them as a whole. Many believe that it is considered bad luck to interfere with a Harbinger when they are on duty. Not just specifically on duty, but especially when they're in the middle of a transport or in the middle of a job. Not many people like to upset one of the most reliable transport services that you can get. And the Harbingers in return try to keep this goodwill up. They're almost compelled to rescue people when they hear about it. So they are constantly on the lookout for souls that are lost within the Tempest. And while not everyone likes the use of Arkanoi, Argos is one of the most well-accepted and well-respected magics that you can use for in the Land of the Dead. It's also much easier to find a Harbinger than it is to find a Ferryman. And Ferrymen are the most reliable, but they are also in short supply. Now, I've talked about it a little bit already, but what is the Tempest? And why is it so scary? If you saw my video on Stygia, you would know that I explained the Tempest as a very chaotic and harsh sea in a constant state of storm, like massive storm. And while it is a boiling, raging storm of an ocean, to call it just an ocean is not exactly accurate. The Tempest is not quite like the sea that you would see in the Skinlands, where you have your clouds, your sky, and your water. The Tempest moves like an ocean, but it is made up of sections that are just broken glass, magma, acid, burning plasm. Anything that you can think of that would be horrific and kill you the instant you step into it is part of the Tempest. And unlike a storm in the Skinlands, which is two-dimensional, it moves left and right, it moves forwards and backwards, the Tempest storms move three-dimensional. And the Tempest never used to be like this. Its change has actually only been as recent as the third Great Maelstrom. Before that, it was fairly calm. It was easy to travel. After the third Great Maelstrom, which whipped up this, the Tempest into a frenzy, like some of the other Great Maelstroms did before, they always settled down, or at least the, the Tempest always settled down. After the third Great Maelstrom, it just never did. And each subsequent great maelstrom that happened afterwards has made it even worse. And after it turned from its calm state into its boiling, roiling mess, uh, they renamed it the Tempest. And on top of being a crazy powerful storm on a pretty deadly body of moving deadliness, on top of that, you can also be attacked by specters, by enemy wraiths. There's also other storms that can come up, not maybe as powerful as the Great Maelstroms, but you will have other storms that come out of this and make certain areas of the Tempest even worse. This is why it's so terrifying to be randomly spit out of your Argos into the Tempest if you have somebody who's unwilling to travel or maybe they just are not a good Harbinger. Now the Harbingers as a guild and as an organization, they, like I said, are a loose collection of groups that sort of operate under the same, the same banner, the same guild, and they operate with the similar purpose. 
they do tend to focus a little bit around their harbor masters. Harbor masters are veteran harbingers who have retired from the game of travel. They are more in a management capacity now. They will tend to be lighthouse keepers or they'll work in any sort of necropoli. Successful harbingers who have retired have also been known to go on to be successful weather forecasters. And while this doesn't sound like a important job, when you're dealing with the great storms that come out of the Tempest for the lands of the dead, you, you kind of need to know when those are coming. And within this guild of harbingers, there are three roles that someone will play. They will usually just pick one and keep going with it, but just know that there are different types of harbingers. The anemographer is someone who goes out and explores the Tempest. They are the cartographers or the map makers. They want to know every nook and cranny of the Tempest, where it's safe, where it's not, finding the best routes to cross. Circuit riders do something similar, but they do it in a smaller capacity. They will go typically between different necropoli, and this necropoli means cities of the dead. They will typically offer their services for travel and maybe some illegal substances if you were trying to find something that the hierarchy is clamping down on and that you they just won't provide or can't provide. You will want to talk to a circuit rider. Lastly, you have the emissaries. These are the wraiths that go to the different towns. They are the messengers. They are the news bringers. You still get your news best communicated by word of mouth. An emissary is also very likely to be a smuggler or a privateer, so it's very possible for a rogue group of emissaries to attack some other ships or some other transports on the Tempest and take what they've got. Tell me what you think about the Harbingers in the comments below. Did I miss anything significant? I'm, I'm really hoping not. I really liked this guild. I think this would really fit well if you were wanting to do some kind of a uh, some kind of a pirate story or have a, uh, a pirate type wraith, this would be a great guild to aspire to be in. I really like the thought of the, the Argos and the, the wind blowing in the clothes. It gets kind of a, a cool thought, although if you're trying to be stealthy and, and be somebody else, that's a dead giveaway of what you actually are. If you were using them in your story, they would be a great plot device. They would be a great NPC connection to either get some sort of information or find some sort of relic. Hiring them to get you between places with a slight bit of danger involved always adds a little bit of tension to the story. And speaking of stories that continue on, I would like to thank my patrons. Autumn Alchemist, Orbs McMellons, RRSPQ, Ducky, Vox, Caneroot, Warpony, Get of Mathrox, BA Bravo, Arutvin, The First Layer, Bones Malone, Westheimer, and Ain't No Waifu. Thank you very much for your continued support. My name's Nathaniel. This has been The Maple Table. Thank you so much for your subscription, and thanks for stopping by, everyone.